Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. You are back. This is the Metamorphosis, the Everything Wellness Podcast, and I am so glad that you are here. Today, we are going to be talking about thinking less and doing more. So learning to master the art of getting shit done. So I think that this is a podcast that could massively benefit most human beings on this planet. We are definitely stuck in this day and age where everything is so, so, so stagnant, right? So we have this idea of wanting to be bigger, wanting to be greater, wanting to achieve these massive goals that we see people posting on social media about. We see people hitting these milestones that maybe we thought we'd be hitting by now, but we're stuck in this analysis paralysis. So we are so obsessed with doing these things or wanting to achieve these things, but we're not actually putting any action behind um, the desire to achieve this. So in this podcast, I'm going to be breaking things down into seven simple steps that you can take to kind of correct your path and get yourself going down the road that you want to be going down. So get cozy and let's get started. All right, so we are here. Before I dive into the seven good juicy steps that are going to help you take more action towards the life of your dreams, I just want to start off by saying that all of this stuff did not happen for me overnight. I did not become a productive person overnight. I did not become a business owner overnight. I did not become who I am today, who likes to write, who has these long morning routines, who likes to work out, who likes to eat clean, who likes to do X, Y, Z, all of the things overnight. This was a long process, a long gradual process. And in that process and in that long, dirty, nasty journey that was also beautiful and you know loving at the same time, just a big cluster fuck of healing. I ended up incorporating these simple steps over the course of a long period of time, right? So you, that might not be your story. You might hear these seven things. And honestly, I'm going to suggest that you write these things down if you are listening to this so that you have them to refer back to. But if you end up incorporating one of these things or two of these things or three of these things and the other ones kind of come and trickle in as time goes on, then that's great. It's not about being perfect when we're starting to take action. It's just about taking action and doing different than what it is that we're used to doing. So I just wanted to really preface with that and remind you guys that this is just like not going to be that linear journey that you want it to be. It never fucking is, but it will be the journey it's meant to be as long as you can get off of your ass and start taking action to becoming your highest self, okay? So number one of the seven tips that I am going to give you guys for taking more action in your lives is going to be stop waiting for things to be perfect. We as a society are so obsessed with this excuse of not getting shit done. Oh, you know, the kids are starting a summer camp and so it's not a good time. Or, oh, you know, I'm going back to work. It's not a good time. Oh, it's fall, fall, you know, there's the time change. It's not a good time. Oh, it's the holidays now. Wait till the new year. Oh, there's too much big things happening in the new year. Like, seriously, stop. Stop, 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 stop. If we are actually thinking about doing something that is going to positively impact our lives, like committing to our wellness, like committing to a career that's going to provide us with more money or a more aligned way of living and actually fulfilling the purpose that we feel we were put on here to fulfill, that's going to positively benefit us. And so for whatever reason you're making these excuses, you are only prolonging your suffering. So if we're just going to look at all of this in terms of wellness, starting to exercise, starting to move your body, meditate, whatever it is that you want to start doing... By you saying, oh, I'm too busy to care for my physical health. Oh, I'm too busy to care for my mental, spiritual, emotional health. 
what are you doing? Do you think you're really able to show up as your best self amidst all of those things if you're not taking care of the basics? Like you just aren't. So this is actually such a silly excuse because if we're waiting for things to be perfect, there is never a time where things are perfect. There's always going to be life stressors. There's always going to be illness coming into play. There is always going to be family stuff going on. There's always going to be money stress, especially when we live in that state of not living congruently or living aligned with what it is that we want to do. We very much hyper focus on all of the things that are wrong in our lives as opposed to the things that are right, which is once again, why you need to practice gratitude and uh, being optimistic about life, looking at the looking at life as glass half full as opposed to glass half empty. Um, but we tend to really hyper fixate on the problems in our lives because we're actually not happy and because we're not living energetically in alignment with how we want to be living. So if you're waiting for things to be perfect, I want you to think back to a time in your life where things were perfect and get real with yourself because even though you're actually looking back and saying oh you know when I was 16 and thin and I just had high school and you know I had all the energy in the world and I could eat whatever I wanted and and stay trim if that's your idea of when things were perfect if you were to actually go back to your 16 year old self or I don't actually think that any of us want to go back to being 16 but whatever story you're telling yourself about when life was perfect you're probably looking at it with rose-colored glasses and you had stressors and you had reasons not to do things at that time too. So recognizing that there is never going to be a perfect time, there is only now, is going to be one of the most important things. And um, something that I just want to remind you all of is nobody who's out there doing the things that you want to be doing waited for things to be perfect. They just did not. They just did not because they never would have done it if that was the case. So your idea of perfection or your idea of when this settles down, I'll be okay to start is bullshit. Let's just call it what it is. It's bullshit. That might piss you off me saying that, but it it just is. It just is. So the best time for you to get started on your wellness journey or on that job you want to do or on that passion project you want to work on was yesterday. The second best time is today. It's not in the future. You don't even know if you're going to wake up tomorrow morning. So now is the time to start. And that sounded really dark, (laughs) but it is true. So that's number one. Stop waiting for things to be perfect. Two, stop thinking, start doing. Get up and put in the work. So this sounds like a little bit harsh. And a lot of this is some tough love, but that's essentially what we need. We are babying the shit out of ourselves and saying, you know, it's okay, honey, just rest, just relax. And I'm a big fan and big supporter of talking kind to ourselves, having self-compassion, telling ourselves to rest when we're feeling burnt out. But half of the reason that you're feeling burnt out is like I said, because you're hyper fixated on the things that are not serving you. You're placing your energy in pockets and areas that don't necessarily require your energy. And you're lacking in the areas that are actually going to provide you with energy that are going to provide you with more of an ability to care for yourself. And uh, by not actually looking at those areas where we're lacking, we're just staying stuck in this cycle of, I don't have the energy, I need to sit down, I need to rest, oh, today's not a good day. So when we are continuously thinking about doing something, it's actually playing into this role of us feeling self-conscious about not necessarily getting the things done that we want to get done and not taking the action that we want to take action on. Um, And how this looks is it's so easy for us to say, I need to do this. I need to do this. I really need to get my health in order. I really need to stop eating takeout. I really need to start moving my body. And when we're continuously not doing those things, we're essentially becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy where we don't believe that we actually are capable of doing said thing. 
Whereas when we start taking action and we stop thinking about it and we start saying, you know what? I'm sick of my own shit. I'm sick of hearing myself say this every single day. I'm going to go out and actually do it. I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to put on my runners and I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to drive to the gym. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to do my meal prep and I'm going to call it a day. When we actually do those things, afterwards we feel such a sense of accomplishment that actually aids in building up our self-confidence, which then is going to make it easier to continue on and continue down the momentous, anyways, to continue on with the momentum and follow through and continuously do this and start building some consistency into our lives in this area. And this is something that I think a a lot of people fail to recognize is that by building up your self-confidence, this stuff just becomes a lot more second nature. Whereas if you're sitting on the couch thinking, let's say you get home from work and you're turning on Netflix and you're thinking, oh my God, today's the day I'm going to go to the gym. And then you're going, ah, but like my feet kind of hurt. Today was a long day. Becky at the salon was a real bitch. Ugh, I haven't just watched Netflix in a while. I could just order takeout and go tomorrow. As we start to go down that rabbit hole, how much further away do you think you're getting from action? It's like every minute that you sit in your head and overthink it, you're getting further away from putting on your shoes and walking out the door. So if we can stop that and be like, you know what? I know that my behavior is if I sit down on that fucking couch when I get home from work, it's game over. That's just the way it is. If we can recognize that that can be our behavior and then try and do differently and just get up, take action, stop the thought process and go do it, we're going to feel so much better and it's going to be more of a habit to stop the thought, get up, get our ass to the gym, get our ass on a walk, get our ass to the kitchen and start doing whatever it is that's going to be aligned with the goals that we want to hit. So step three kind of ties into the last one, but it's stop overthinking things. So essentially what we were talking about in step two as well as step three is paralysis of analysis. Like this idea, and a lot of the time this is a trauma response or an anxiety response to feeling like we need to be in control. So this is a a symptom of perfectionism as well. So somewhere along the lines in our lives, we maybe didn't feel safe or we maybe didn't feel secure in some way. So now we analyze the shit out of everything to make sure that if we're going to do it, we can do it perfectly. We can make sure that we're maybe not going to look silly while we're doing it. We can rule out any um, little roadblocks that could come up for us and maybe cause some stress. And essentially when we're doing this and we're analyzing the absolute shit out of every single thing that we do in our day not only are we exhausting our central nervous systems by creating stress out of something that literally hasn't even happened and could never happen but we're also feeling as though we've been doing the thing that we're thinking about doing a hundred times over which makes it feel really exhausting to actually get up and do that thing so recognizing and calling out the analysis paralysis is very helpful because when we're in that state and we can go oh this is what's going on for me. I'm actually analyzing this because my brain or my body is telling me that this is bigger than it is. Okay, I can actually get up and do that thing. I can actually stop this um, pattern from continuing on. And I can also recognize that then it feels like a huge weight has been taken off of my shoulders when I just get this done and give myself permission to stop thinking about it. So that's a super beneficial thing that I think a lot of people need to start having a little bit more self-awareness around is if you're somebody who's going to overthink things, getting up and getting it done and eating the frog essentially can be something that's really beneficial for you as well, which means there's a whole book written on this, which means that getting up and doing the thing that you want to do the least in the entire world, 
uh, first thing in the morning and then not having to think about it for the rest of the day is going to provide you with so much freedom and it's also going to help you be a lot higher of an achiever in your day-to-day life because you're going to free up so much mental space and have so much mental clarity to focus on other tasks that that maybe you're more passionate about or other work things um, because you just got it done and you're not living in that state of, oh, what if, oh, I need to do this, oh, but I really don't want to. So like give yourself a fucking break. Let's cut free of that crazy, crazy, crazy tape that we've been playing over and over and just start getting shit done. The overthinking is not serving you. It's not actually a security net for you. It's not doing anything for you, but perpetuating this cycle of staying where you are. So four is to take continuous action. So do something small daily that is going to help you continue to move towards where it is that you're trying to go. So some something that this may look like for some, and this is what I do, is every single day, and I talked about this on the last podcast episode, was in the mornings, I always read about a chapter of a personal development book. So this might not be something massive that I'm doing, but it does help me gain a little bit of momentum so that if I'm wanting to learn about how to budget my money better, if I'm wanting to learn how to you know, calm my thoughts, if I'm wanting to learn how to grow my ass cheeks, whatever it is that you're wanting to learn about, you're putting some sort of effort and some small momentum why do I keep trying to say momentous? I don't even know if that's a word, but you're putting some small momentum behind that action every single day so that over a longer period of time, you're going to look back and be like, wow, I actually took big action in small little steps each day. So what this can essentially look like as well is just doing the simple things. And if you say are on your wellness journey, and you're wanting to stop eating out, or you're wanting to um, start moving your body, if we're going to look at the um, physical movement aspect, if your goal is to hit the gym every single day, but you're also having rest days, but you don't want to fall out of alignment and out of momentum with the thing that you're focusing on, something that I suggest doing is taking action every single day in the form of movement, but changing what that looks like on a day-to-day basis. So on, on some days, like today, I am just exhausted. I did not sleep yesterday. So today, what my movement looked like is I got up and I went for about a 25-minute walk. And so your walk could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes. It could be something very small. It could be stretching and getting into your body. But just doing something that is considered a form of movement is going to be you continuously taking a little bit of action towards keeping that goal in the forefront of your mind and just recognizing like, okay, this is something that I'm passionate about. This is something I'm really serious about. So every single day, I'm going to remind myself of why I'm doing this. I'm going to remind myself of the little things that I can do to continue trying to hit this goal and continue trying to show up for my physical body and my wellness and my overall health. So doing something like that is very beneficial. And when we actually think about setting daily habits that are going to become daily lifelong habits, we have to continuously do them every single day for like 30 to 60 days. Like that's just the science. I can't actually remember. I know it's changed a bit, but um, I've heard 21 days. I've heard like 67 days. I've heard like 110 days. Like, But the main focus and what all of those same studies are saying is you have to repeat this every single day. And yes, it can look a little bit different on a day-to-day basis, but when it just slowly becomes this smooth part of how we live our lives. After a while, we just want to do it because we know it's what makes us feel good. So keeping up that momentum and recognizing, especially on the days where you're like, I don't want to do it. Those are the days where you need to do it the most. And you can also alter whatever it is that you need to do the most to make it kind of fit into where your energy levels are at, where your mental health 
um, areas are at, uh, and kind of make it seamlessly fit into your life. So recognizing that, yes, do something every single day for this, do something every single day that's going to get you closer to where it is that you want to be, but also recognize that you can like adapt and like shift the focus of exactly what it needs to be. And you don't need to be a drill sergeant who's being like a spaz, who's like, we're doing 79 hard or 75 hard or whatever the fuck it's called and running 10 kilometers every day. Like, no, that's, that's not the move. That's definitely not the move. So moving seamlessly in to number five is use your action to get over your fears. Because once you start taking action about, um, you know, towards whatever it is that you're wanting to focus more on, your fears start to really disappear. It's very hard for action and fear to exist simultaneously. Not saying that they can't because I've definitely done things with my knees shaking, vomit on my sweater already, mom spaghetti. That was so ugly. But um, I have fully done things where I'm extremely scared in the moment, but usually once we start to move into it and we start to take that action, the fear does dissipate. And that's a really beautiful thing because that's essentially what courage is, right? It's feeling the fear and doing it anyways. And so if you're needing that reminder to hype yourself up, be like, I am a courageous bitch and I am going to do this. I'm going to do this out of love for myself. I'm going to do this out of respect for myself. I'm going to do this out of knowing that I am worth all the things that I want in this life and that I didn't come here to settle and to sit on my ass and watch Netflix while my brain melts down my spine and then wonder why I didn't have more later on in my life when it's maybe too late. And I think that that's actually a very powerful statement. Wow, good for me. But but it's really true, right? I think a lot of us are feeling like we're in this stuck space of I want more, but I don't know what to do. And it's like, you just have to do. You just have to do. So feel the fear and do it anyway. Lean more into courage than you are going to lean into fear and recognize that the two can exist simultaneously and you can still be okay and you will get through it. And in this too, I'm going to challenge your mind or your anxieties or your fears or whatever's coming up. Something that can be beneficial and something that I will often do because if we struggle with anxiety or paralyzing fear surrounding taking action towards these goals, something that can be super helpful to do is to ask yourself and actually do pen to paper, what is my brain telling me is the worst case scenario in this situation? And so for me, my worst case scenario when I started my business, let's say, was, oh my God, people are going to think, who does she think she is that she can coach women? Like people are going to see right through me. They're going to see that I have my own mental health problems. They're going to see that I had my own struggles with an eating disorder. They're going to see that I know nothing about running a business because I did not. I literally was 22 and I was like, well, we're going to do this. And so in writing that down, the next question would be, okay, so I'm afraid of judgment, essentially. I'm afraid of failing and everybody saying, I told you so that you couldn't do it. I'm afraid of getting sued. (laughs) I'm afraid of taxes. I'm afraid of all these things. And so then the next question would be, so even if all of this stuff came true, would you be okay? And so it's like, if somebody judged me, would I be okay? Yeah, like I would totally probably be okay. People judge me literally when I walk down the street in my pajamas, which is not as frequent of a thing as it used to be, but it still definitely can be a frequent thing. I take Ava out in my cheetah print robe about every day and we kind of live in like a bitchy neighborhood. So people don't like love that here. I definitely got away with it a little bit more in Alberta. Um, But even if those things were to happen, would you be okay? And usually the answer is like, yeah. And even if these were big fears that could be pretty debilitating if they did become true, 
if that came true, is that worse than laying on your deathbed when you're 90 and regretting not taking action? And like, if you actually get honest with yourself, I think that regret is the scariest thing in the entire world. At least it is for me. So usually it's like, oh, I'd actually rather face my fear and have like a bear rip my leg off when I decide to go for a hike than to have never gone for a hike at all. You know, and I also just believe that everything happens for a reason. So even when failures come up or big things come up or judgment comes up from others or our families or whatever, I think that those things actually happen for a reason. So if we can also look at it in that optimistic and growth way, then usually it also helps us to be a little bit less afraid. So failure is inevitable. Struggles are inevitable. Just learning that and recognizing that and being open to it is huge. So number six is focus on the present. The future isn't here yet. And so this is a big one. So this can really tie into the overthinking as well, right? That paralysis analysis, analysis, paralysis, whatever. That is such a fucking thing. It's like analysis, paralysis, analysis, paralysis. Um, But oftentimes we're so busy thinking about the future and thinking about, oh my God, 10 moves ahead that we're actually not taking the one step that we need to be taking right now. So the simple action that I'm going to say behind coming back to the present moment is super simple. And it's something that people aren't actually very good at, which is crazy because it is breathing. So coming back to the breath and recognizing when you're kind of going down that like loophole of anxiety and, oh my God, what about this? Oh my God, what about this? Oh my God, what if I lose the weight and then I put the weight back on? Oh my God, what if I roll my ankle going on my morning walk because it's snowy out? Like just the insanity that can be our thinking. Come back. Take three deep breaths. Hand on heart. Where are you right now? And what do you need to be focusing on in this present moment? And that's a really powerful tool. And once we actually start utilizing that, not only are our stress levels going to be so much lower because we're actually calming our central nervous system. We're taking ourselves out of that survival mode. We're taking ourselves out of fight or flight. So not only are we going to be existing better, but we're actually going to be able to think more clearly and think about, okay, whoa, coming back to this present moment, what do I need to do? What's feasible for me to do today, right now? And that's really big because if you're sitting there obsessing about what it is that you need to do a week from now, that's really going to derail what it is that you need to be doing today. And there's this um, quote that I love and it's, it's, Oh, fuck, I can't remember it now. But it's essentially like you're trying to put the cart before the horse and that's just not the way it works. We need to bring it back to the basics of what am I doing today to build a strong foundation so that a week from now, a year from now, 10 years from now, I'm not you know, worrying about the things that I'm worrying about now. I'm just dealing with them as they come on. And when we do live in that present moment and when we are able to come back to the now as opposed to living in the anxiety state, One of the things that we also recognize is we're much better at dealing with things that come up because we are just dealing with them in the present because we're not living in that other realm of like, oh God, I'm living in all of these make-believe things that could happen. We're just able to better show up for life situations that come up and they're going to come up. So just fucking deal with it. Um, So come back to the present moment. Take deep breaths. It's so good. It's all good, baby, baby. Put on your favorite song, dance, get back into your body, but like come back to the present moment and then get shit done, girl. 
So last thing is eliminate distractions. And this is a big one, especially in the day and age of social media and having 75, you know, tabs open on the computer. Hello, that is me. I, my computer is a scary place to be. Um, but eliminating distractions is huge. So in the morning routine episode that we did last time, one of the things that I talked about big was airplane mode. So putting your phone on airplane mode when you don't have to use your phone to eliminate distractions is massive. Another tip that I'm going to suggest using is a timer. So when it comes to that analysis paralysis that we've talked 700,000 times about in this podcast episode, it can be very easy for us to sit there, right? And be like, oh God, oh God, I just can't take action. I just can't take action. But if you can even set an alarm for 10 minutes and be like, I'm only going to do the thing for 10 minutes, all is well. Usually what happens is we get into it and we actually get into a very good vibe and a good groove and a good, you know, move and a good shake. Um, but what happens is we usually start to get quite into it because we've committed to doing just that thing for that 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. And then by the time that alarm goes off, we either feel very accomplished because, oh, we finally took a little bit of action or we're so immersed in it that we're like, oh my God, why didn't I start this? And then we carry on until the task is done. So there's a lot of beauty in just setting that alarm is almost like a little external motivator of, okay, go get it. Go get it, girl. Go get it. You got this. 10 minutes. You can do anything on this earth for 10 minutes. And so in saying that, another thing that can be super helpful is actually setting up time lapse on your phone. So this is a weird one, but if you're somebody who tends to grab your phone and start scrolling social media and all of a sudden 15 minutes later, you're like, oh shit, what the frick? I was balls deep in emails and now I'm balls deep in this girl's Instagram page and like her booty cheeks that are all up in my face on, on her social media and like, dang, why doesn't my butt like, like look like that? Like we, we go there, I go there, we've been there, I go there, um, if that's definitely your story and you're like, oh, yep, mm-hmm. Setting your phone up and actually hitting the time lapse is an easy way to not have that phone to reach to. And it's also kind of fun because it feels somewhat like a challenge and afterwards you get to watch it and it's like a really fast version of you doing the things that you said you were going to do. And it just kind of eliminates that that desire and that ability to grab your phone and to mindlessly scroll because that is a big struggle. We got TikTok, we got Instagram Reels, we got Facebook, we got all of the things. So by eliminating those from our task at hand, it makes it a lot easier to get the task at hand done. So those are a couple of things that I definitely suggest doing and I hope that they helped you so much. And I just want to remind you guys that all of this stuff I put into action, every last single one of them, and some days that overthinking gets the best of me. Some days I'm like, damn, you know what? I totally gave in to the analysis paralysis But that's okay. That's how we learn and we start to get into these, you know, better ways of doing things and we start to take action and we do realize how good it feels to be doing things and to be backing ourselves in this crazy game we call life and to be supporting ourselves and hyping ourselves up and reminding ourselves and showing ourselves that we can do the things that we set out to do and it doesn't make it easy. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be roadblocks. But just getting up and doing it and trusting that you have the ability to get shit done is a massive piece of this puzzle because that slow self-worth or that low self-esteem or that fear of failure is going to convince you and it's going to play on repeat until the day you die unless you start doing differently and you start changing the narrative. And we could all be a victim of that voice. And I think that's something to remember is every single person on this earth experiences that voice. 
the big high up CEOs are experiencing that voice. The, you know, very fit women that you're looking up to experience that voice. But the fact of the matter is somewhere along the line, those people took action in small, small, small ways, I'm sure. And over the big periods of time, it's led them to be where they're at. So remember that you don't need to go balls to the walls. You don't need to start doing all of the things today. And I actually wouldn't recommend you start doing all of the things today because that's going to lead you to burnout and feeling like you set the bar too high. But by doing those small, manageable, bite-sized things and just getting fucking started, you're going to change your goddamn life and you're going to be so happy that you took action. So grab a piece of paper, write these down. One, stop waiting for things to be perfect. They're not ever going to be perfect. Two, stop thinking, start doing. Get up and work. Three, stop overthinking things. Ixnay, the paralysis of analysis, baby. Ixnay. Four, take continuous action. Do something small daily that's going to get you closer to where it is that you want to be, even on the days you don't want to do it. Five, use your action to get over your fears. Once you start, the fear disappears. Oh my God, that rhymed. Cute. Six, focus on the present. The future isn't here yet. The best time to start was yesterday. The second best time was today. And seven, make sure you're eliminating those distractions that are keeping you from stepping into your highest potential and taking action towards the things that you need to take action on today. So that is it for the podcast today, guys. I hope you liked it and I hope you start taking some of these things that I have suggested and applying them to your daily lives and just seeing how much they can help you, um, you know, transform and flourish and thrive because that's what we're here to do. We're not here to sit on social media and look at girls' butt cheeks. Like we love it, but it's, it's actually not our life's purpose. So take these one to seven steps, go and chase the life of your dreams and recognize that you can do it. If you have any questions or concerns or any topics that you'd like us to touch on us being me in the podcast please feel free to dm me on my instagram at riley canyo that's r-i-l-e-y-k-v-n-y-o and please like share and um, comment on this podcast or send me any feedback that you would like to tell me because that's how we grow and other than that i hope you guys have the best freaking week of your entire lives and i will chat with you soon bye